step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to the podcast for the Fantasy Doctors. I'm Dr. Selim Parekh. Uh, this is week 15 of the NFL, and uh, we are getting uh, our, our big reviews from week 14 injuries and even some that are percolating into week 15. As always, I have Jesse Morse uh, joining me. He's a sports medicine doc down in Florida, and uh, he provides a lot of our fantasy insight. Hey, Jesse, how are you doing tonight? Wonderful. A little disappointed about my Patriots loss, but for the most part, doing great hey well it's gearing up to be hopefully a very interesting game this weekend for the patriots so oh yeah uh, i think it just ups the uh the drama for this game definitely they definitely always they have a tendency to struggle when they're in miami but i think this will be a hell of a game at four o'clock on uh on sunday yeah i'm looking forward to it well, you know, this week there's lots to talk about, uh, you know, a, a future Hall of Famer coming back to playing this week. But before we jump into that, I just wanted to, you know, uh, touch base on this article, uh, an interview with Larry Johnson, where he was commenting how he thinks he has CTE and he was uh, very good friends with Aaron Hernandez. And he, in the article, even talks about how he, uh, he kind of parallels his career and life with Aaron Hernandez and, and one of the worrisome things he has is some of the forgetfulness, some of the, the anger issues and, and even some of the, uh, the mood swings. And so he's very concerned about CTE. What's on the horizon for CTE in terms of diagnosing, you know, obviously we, we kind of keep our fingers on the pulse of it, but anything that's of interest to you that you kind of see of, of ways we can diagnose this, while we're yeah, still alive. I recently heard about uh, a, um, a a person that was diagnosed with CTE while still alive, which is, the, as far as I know, the first person to have been diagnosed because usually it's only under brain autopsy. Um, but ev- uh, the epicenter of uh, CTE uh, studies is actually up at Harvard or somewhere in in, Ma- in that part of Massachusetts where they've done a ton of research on this. Um, and then there's a couple, uh, they're trying to isolate a couple different, uh, specific cells to see if, if it correlates, uh, with the, uh, uh, symptoms and then eventually correlate with the confirmation of CTE. But, uh, it's unfortunate that, you know, guys were probably playing with double concussions, you know, going back in before uh, they had any time off and, and stuff like that. So uh, it's unfortunate. I, I thought it was fascinating that, um, he had a connection with Aaron Hernandez and, um, and I mean, Hernandez was young, really young, in my opinion, when he even started developing it. And, um, right. J- uh, Johnson actually only, I think he played like seven true full years and then a, a couple other seasons with a couple games here and there, but that's plenty of time getting a lot of hits to, to, uh, be able to, um, you know, develop some of those symptoms, unfortunately. 
Well, I mean, you see what happened to Tom Savage this past weekend, and then you oh, see him yeah. shaking on the, and, you know, on the field, and then he gets back on the field. I mean, we know, you know, if you knew nothing else and you just saw that footage and you saw him come back and then get pulled out for the concussion protocol, you say, wait a minute, there's something wrong here. We just don't have a great way to, you know, make the diagnosis of concussions on the field, let alone CTE. So, you know, a lot to be to be said about this area, and, and you know, the NFL obviously is. Uh, helping to put some money behind it, but this is an area of athletics that we really just uh, have to continue to push. Definitely. So let's let's get to, to the buzz of the week. Well, one of the buzzes uh, of the week, and it goes back to our quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, future Hall of Famer, cleared to return from the clavicle fracture. Um, what are you looking for when you hear, hey, these guys are, are looking at the CT scan that was done two days ago? Um, from your perspective, you know, you've seen these, these players, what do you guys look for, for saying that he's able to return to play number one? And how do you think he's going to be when he's out there this weekend? Yeah. I mean, he had 13 screws. If I, if I heard the reports correctly placed in that clavicle, I mean, that's not that big of a bone. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Uh, so if you think about it, that's a lot of screws. Um, so I, I was obviously concerned when it happened. I'm happy to hear that. He's, it's pretty stable. I mean, do I think the bone is 100% healed? No. I think that's going to take a couple more months. Right. Um, but I think he's probably 75%. Now, is it he at high risk for re-injury? Uh, if he takes another uh, shot to the shoulder and smashes it into the ground? Yes. Um, I mean, does he is, is his clavicle surgery repaired and it'd be a hell of a time to break it again? Yeah, but uh, it's it's definitely a high risk. Do I think he'll be okay? Yes. I, I mean, I, he's, I mean, even at 70 or 60% is better than a hundred percent of Hunley, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, he had two plates, 13 screws. I think they did a, went overkill on the hardware for this exact reason where they did not have to wait for him to be 90, hundred percent healed, but they could get to that 80% mark and say, Hey, let's get him out there. Let's get, he's good to go. And let's try to salvage this season. And I think that's the scenario we're seeing play out. I, on the other hand, I'm not as concerned about him rebreaking only because they do have so many plates and screws on there. Two screw, two plates, you know, typically in the operating room, we'll just put one plate with five to six screws. You know, yeah. he's got two plates, 13 screws. So I think yeah. he's going to be okay. And, and from what, what I've seen kind of of him on the footage of, of practicing, it looks like he hasn't really missed a beat yet. So I, I think that uh, if, if you were a fantasy owner and you had Aaron Rodgers, it's time to put him out there. And, and not only for Aaron, but also all the receivers for, for the Packers, try to get them all off the bench and in active mode. Yeah. I mean, I, my, my buddy contacted me saying I have Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. I'm obviously in the playoffs. <laughs> this is probably the quarterfinals for most people, the semis right. uh, for most people. Um, what, um, who should I start? That's a tough decision. I mean, Breeze hasn't really been on fire. Um, last week he did better, but he still hasn't been like himself because he's relying on the running game so much. But so I, 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 I think you have to go Rogers if he's playing. I mean, Rogers makes that team that much better. Yeah. No, so I mean, absolutely. that's, that's my, what are your thoughts on this Carson Wentz injury? I mean, it was, so unfortunate the kid had a monster year uh, i don't i still don't believe that the injury happened in that last play i think well, it happened earlier than that 
Yeah, you know? I mean, listen, you, you, if you look at that mechanism, it's just not the typical mechanism for an Achilles, I mean, a, an ACL tear. And I looked at all different uh, video views of that, and I you just don't see the typical mechanism. But the bottom line is, you know, he tore the ACL. He is lucky because I actually thought he may have an associated uh, lateral or medial collateral ligament yeah. tear or meniscus tear. And it turns out that it's just a plain ACL. He got lucky, yeah. Got, he got lucky. Uh, from that perspective. So nine to 11 months for him to return to play, obviously a huge blow to the NFC. Uh, if you're a Cowboys fan, maybe there's a little bit more, you know, chance to, to make a run if you can win this week, um, which as you know, I'm a Cowboy fan. So um, we'll see what happens from that perspective, but uh, a big blow to the Eagles. We'll see how they uh, with Foles can, can uh, pull this out for the rest of the year. Are they still the number one seed in the team to beat in your opinion in the NFC? I don't think so. I think, well, you know, who else is really, I want to say, I don't think so because Nick Foles just, you know, although he's a winning record as a starting quarterback, he just, uh, I don't think is um, a, a premier Eagles quarterback or premier NFL quarterback, but you know, neither was Jeff Hofstetler and, and, and Hofstetler and he, he got went out there and won a, won a Super Bowl for the Giants. So the thing for Nick Foles is he just has to not make mistakes. He doesn't have to be Carson Wentz. He just has to play a good game, not a perfect game. And and unfortunately, I think that makes the Eagles dangerous. Yeah, I mean, Foles is, is it would be a starter on probably 70% of teams. So, I mean, you have, we'll talk about some of them later. I mean, you had Nathan Peterman. Now you have Bryce Petty. I mean, right. you got Blaine Gabbert. I mean, it sounds like, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, 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 he's, he's respectable. I, I, I showed a comparison last night on Twitter. His numbers for like the first however many games that both had started, they're very similar. Foles may have even had the advantage. Um, but when you consider, Minnesota, who who we forgot about Teddy Bridgewater because Keenum's playing so well, Still and they're well, such man. a well-rounded team. I, I I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, and then and then you know, um, as far as uh, Carolina, who's kind of sneaky, um, they're kind of um, doing small uh, big things very quietly. So it remains to be seen how we're gonna play out the next couple of weeks. But uh, I, I would actually start Foles this week if you have them. If, if you don't have any other options, except for maybe the top five or six QBs, uh, I definitely start them over yeah, the I next guy. That. We're going to talk about Tyrod uh, or, or Yates or anything like that. Yeah. Well, well, let's, you know, you, you brought up Bryce Petty, uh, Josh McCowan, obviously done for the season, uh, broken hand, needs surgery. Uh, he'll either get plates and screws put up on there or, or pinned. Um, bottom line is he's done. It's his not throwing yeah. hand. There's no reason to get him, you know, back on the field. So he's gone. Bryce Petty, what are you expecting from him? Nothing, to be honest with you. Um, they're playing New Orleans. I think you're going to get killed. Um, they're going to try. I, I don't know what his, you know, uh, camaraderie is with Anderson, with Curse, uh, you know, with Jenkins. Um, is he going to start targeting people that he throws through in practice as opposed to the starters? Sometimes that happens. Um, right. you know, McCown actually looked half decent. I think he's like 38, something like that, 36, 38. So that's pretty good for an older quarterback who you always think is a, a second man. But um, Petty's actually a big step down. I think they'll get uh, pretty much blown out in New Orleans this week. Um, and I, I 
I have to start Anderson in one league because I don't have any other better options, but I, I, I won't be starting him in DFS just because of this big downgrade. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. So Tyrod Taylor, uh, you know, uh, has this patellar tendon contusion. He did practice today, and the expectation is if he can uh, – if, if he continues to be looking good in practice, he will play. I expect him to play. Um, what do you expect from him, and, uh, and how do you think he'll, he'll stack up? You know, I mean, I like this guy, actually. He's, he's actually a decent quarterback. Uh, I'm happy he didn't play last week because – that game was ugly. Oh my god, it was crazy. It was, it was like a blizzard, and you they were playing in it. Um, but well, that that would have been a perfect recipe to re-injure himself. Oh yeah, that, and that's what happened with Benjamin, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Right. Um, but right. Uh, they're playing uh, versus Miami. Uh, it's probably it could be a similar game. I don't know if the games in Miami or in Buffalo, but um, either way, um, I, I mean he's a QB two. Um, but I think this is more of a McCoy came anyway. So I just, uh, I wouldn't, I'd start him if you have to, but I would, I, he definitely wouldn't be on the top of my list. Um, no, not at all. I, I agree the with game, you. The game's in Buffalo. So I mean, it could be a repeat of last week. Well, yeah, I haven't checked the forecast to see what's going to happen there, but you know, they certainly make for fun games to watch. Oh yeah. Um, you know, we touched on Tom Savage. He had this crazy, you know, hit. And then the uh, the uh, shakes of his hand gets back into the game. Then is out with a concussion protocol. TJ Yates comes in. Obviously, TJ Yates has had you know um, flashes of, of being pretty good. Um, yeah. What does this mean for the Texans? Yeah, I mean it was unfortunate. I, I actually saw that Savage injury, and I, and I had started him in a bunch of these. I'm like, damn it, definitely concussed, definitely done for the game. And then he went back out, and I'm like. There's no way, like, yeah. he. I don't. I, it was crazy. I, I I couldn't believe it either. I'm like, they definitely did not. I don't care what he tells you in the in the tent. After seeing what happened, him, you're not going to voluntarily shake like that on purpose. Almost looks right. seizure like. So I'm like, there's no way that that guy did not sustain some type of injury that was involuntary. So, uh, you know, I know you have to be, you know. Um, uh, you know, un, uh, unbiased and, and just evaluate the player for what it is. But I don't know. It's unfortunate. Uh, the Giants owner actually called him out this week for this injury um, or, or, or lack of injury insight. Um, but it, it's unfortunate. Savage actually looked half decent and it had the potential to be half decent uh, last game. Yates came in and actually loved Hopkins. He hit, would have hit him with two TDs, which um, saved a lot of people's uh, game. But they're playing the best defense who actually might break records this year in the Jags. So um, I, I want nothing to do with Yates this week, but I think you have to start Hopkins. Yeah, I think you have to start Hopkins as well. I think that's a good matchup with Yates and Hopkins, but I agree with you. The Jags are going to be tough. Um, so we're staying on the concussion you know, theme. Let's talk Joe Mixon and Alvin Kamara. Um, Joe Mixon, as of today, was still in the concussion protocol. Um you think he'll be cleared by by Sunday, and what do you expect with Alvin Kamara? No, I mean uh, the odds of him. This is what happened with Ertz last week. Is the odds of him clearing this protocol? So if he hasn't started practicing in any sense of the term, he still needs to go through a light practice, a, a specific practice, then pads. These are separate days, pads, right. and then non-hit 
So that's there's not enough days. So I, there's I don't I just don't think he's gonna be. I just don't think he'll make it. So so this is gonna be another Geo game. Yeah, you know, which is which is which is not bad. I mean, they're playing Minnesota, which is a little is a tough matchup. But but I, but I think Geo has a chance to surprise again. FDX likes him at a twenty three, a third twenty uh, third uh, running back, and that could change as the game gets closer as uh, Mixon is ruled out. Um, but but if Mixon's uh, playing, he's at high risk for reconcussion. But I I would you know consider starting him if he's in the game. And how about Kamara? Kamara, this this one stung. I watched that injury. The kid is just so dynamic, um, and he, he went out so early. It just that's all she wrote. Um, a lot a lot of games, a lot of fantasy teams lost last week because of that um, because of that injury. In my suspicion. Um, do I think he'll return? Yes, I think he'll return this week. Um, he's at very high risk for re-injury. The highest uh, risk for injury for concussion uh, after you sustain one is about 90 days. Um, so someone like CJ Fedorowicz who sustained like three or four, um, right. you know, uh, do, do you play him if he's in? Yes. Um, as we said, they're playing the Jets. Uh, the Jets are not good versus the run is uh, last time I checked. Um, and, and while FDX doesn't have him in their top 10, he's number 13. Um, I think um, if he has that burst that, that Ingram doesn't have, uh, that gear that just is incredible. So I think that um, you have to, if he, if he plays, which I think he will, you start him. Well, so you touch on Ingram and, you know, he has this toe injury, but doesn't seem to be entirely affecting him. He did fairly well for week 14. Um, personally, I think this is really behind him. And I think he, obviously he's showing that he can play through this. Oh, so yeah. I'm not worried about him at all for week 15. Are you? No, I mean, um, I think he'll be fine. Um, I think he, FTX has him as a number three running back, which I think is realistic because I think they may baby Kamara a little bit. Um, but I think uh, this will be a running game because um, once once they get up big, they're just going to kind of run out the clock, in my opinion. That I think that's that's what likely will happen. Well, you mentioned FDX score for our listeners. Our FDX score is our proprietary scoring system, uh, similar to the FICO score you have for your financial well-being. This is the FDX score talking about the health and the well-being of all of these NFL athletes. And if you check out our our website at thefantasydoctors.com and hit analytics, it'll allow you to access the FDX score, and then the FDVX score, which is our value-based score that these players bring to the table week to week. And it takes into account a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of factors, including their age, their injury profile and history, their demographics, as well as uh, playing surfaces and, uh, and feels. So it's very complicated algorithm, but it certainly adds a lot of insight into how you should best manage your roster. And so you're going to hear us talk about the FDX and FDVX scores throughout. Um, so, you know, Leonard Fournette has this quad strain. Uh, it sounds like it's maybe a one grade one, maybe a, a low grade two. He did not practice today. Um, and, and as you know, these quad issues can linger. If you don't give it time to heal, they can be bothersome, especially with uh, dehydration, overexhaustion. Um, and fatigue. And so for me, I get worried uh, that he didn't practice today. And I think that this, although it's going to be a day-to-day evaluation, he may end up playing. I don't feel great about um, his performance, even if he plays. Now, now, do you agree with this? Yeah. So the problem is he has such an awesome matchup. 
Um, Houston's going to be reeling. Um, Bortles has actually looked half decent. I just read something earlier that he actually had the flu last week um, and was puking like crazy before the game, and then he had a monster game. Uh, Bortles did, so go figure. Right. Um, but um, do you have to – so the issue with my, the quad strain is that if he starts, you know, burst, he, he has that burst, and, and then he tweaks it, that acute injury is going to be hard. They're not going to be able to ice it because that would make it worse. So they're going to try to heat it up, but he's not going to – that's not going to be a good idea either. So you can't really, like, wrap it up. It's a little hard to run. So that's a tough injury to uh, – if it's even if it's mild, if he starts going, I – I, I saw somewhere earlier this, I think it was today. Here it is. Um, the fastest players this season, Leonard Fournette, number one, 22.05 miles an hour. So wow. he needs speed. He needs, he needs the speed. That, and, and, and the quad, I mean, it's not like the hand, but the quad is still important for that. So do you start him if you have him in season long? Of course. Um, do I fade him in, FD, uh, in, in DFS? Yes, because, because I'm concerned about him. And I think Yeldon and Ivory will get some touches. Um, you know, and, and trying to just win the game and, and move on. Um, so they need him for the playoffs. And, and at this point, I think they'll try to uh, make sure he plays. But, I mean, guy, I feel like the guy's always injured. It's like Jordan Reed, but well, not sure, as bad. It's exactly Jordan Reed, but not as severe exactly. But, uh, so, so, but it's yeah. all of these low-grade, lingering type of injuries that you just don't know which way he's going to go with them. So. Uh, it, it seems to be the story of at least this season for him. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Davian Williams has a shoulder dislocation. Uh, there's the question of whether he returns this week. Uh, you think he's in? No. Uh, I mean, I'd be surprised if he was. I mean, if Drake didn't look unbelievable, I mean, he made my Patriots look stupid. Uh, I mean, the guy was just – he just he was just like – he was everywhere. So, I mean, I just – Unfortunately, Cutler did too, which I was like, which – yeah, this, this is what kills me about Cutler. You, you see these games where he's brilliant, and then you see these games where he's he's Lost. probably the yeah. worst high school player on the field. Yeah, I mean it's so. I mean, I, no, I don't think they'll bring Williams back. I don't think they're rushing back because Drake's been so good, um, and they're not really. I mean, they do are playing for something, but the odds of them getting in are pretty challenging at this point. Right. Okay. What are yeah, your thoughts on this uh, Adrian Peterson injury? Well, you know, so there's no clarity as to exactly what's going on here. The, the, the further this goes on, the more I get worried that this is a permanent issue that may be an impingement issue to his, his nerve roots up at the neck or some kind of um, stenosis type issue. So uh, to me, as this plays out, I'm getting more and more worried. And you start wondering, is this the end of AP? Yeah. Um, this, this could so be a season I, ender, and this could yeah, be a career well, ender. This could be a career ender, and that's what I'm talking about. I don't think this is – if this ends his career uh, – if this ends his season, don't be surprised if it ends his career. Yeah, I mean, we could be talking about a partially dislocated, like, cervical nerve, you know, or something serious that's more that's bigger than football. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, I don't think this is just a muscular spasm because it wouldn't take three weeks. He would have been practicing. This is something more going on. So we have to see how this plays out. Um, who knows? We may hear that he gets a fusion in the offseason or the compression. Um, so I, I think there's a lot out here for him that we just don't know. And, and so I'd stay away, obviously. Definitely. Well, um, what are your so, thoughts on you your know, Obviously, well, so 
I think this is obviously less menacing to me. Um, he's practicing in full as of Wednesday. I think he's going to be good to go. So this is, uh, even though it's still the neck, I think this is not as, as big of an issue as it is for AP. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll be back. I mean, Theo Riddick uh, had, a, had a pretty good day. I mean, he had two touchdowns. He went 10 for 29 versus an awful Bucks for uh, rushing. Uh, defense, uh, but he went six for 64. So he salvaged the day with the catches and obviously the touchdowns. But I think uh, uh, Abdullah will be back in the saddle running. Uh, they're playing Saturday. This is the first week of Saturday games, uh, uh, two games, four teams um, versus Chicago. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think uh, if you have him, he's, he's more of an RB2 flex guy. I wouldn't definitely wouldn't uh, start him over somebody like uh, – uh, Gio Bernard or um, or or somebody like that or, or Burkhead, I'd start Burkhead over him. So I mean, he's kind of a fringe player at best, but uh, I think he'll be good to go. Well, and and so good to go for him. But let's talk about Amari Cooper. You know, this guy had a concussion and an ankle. His concussion protocol had passed, and his ankle kept kept him out. He gets back in his first game. What happens? He re-injures this ankle and and. Um, when you re-injure that ankle, it usually is swollen more. It leads to more pain, more dysfunction, more loss of strength. And so I don't think, even though I think he'll be day-to-day, I just don't see him playing this week against Dallas. And if he does play, I don't see him. I think he'd be more of a decoy than anything else. So I'm not expecting much out of him this week if he's playing. I just don't think he's necessarily going to play. Yeah, I mean, I think that the problem is, he re-injured that high ankle sprain. He's kind of like when Odell Beckham Jr., if you remember him, uh, he yep. uh, had this injury earlier in the year, and he came back too early, and he was basically a decoy. He didn't do anything in the first game. Um, uh, and, and so I think that, if anything, I'd be very surprised if he plays. Uh, Crabtree will be the guy to go to. I think he had 13 targets. Um, Carr it looks like a shell of himself. Uh, Cook looks right. half decent. So, I, I mean, I think the uh, Crabtree, uh, Cook, and Lynch will be the three guys that if you're if you're playing this game, that's those are the three guys I would focus on. But I have no – Cooper burned me this year, and I'm, I still have a bad taste in my mouth from him. He, he, he had top ten wide receiver potential, but he, he has let – he's – oh, geez. Yeah, he's been a disappointment. Have oh, a Robert Woods with his shoulder injury, his AC joint, a grade two, possibly – yeah, he's coming back this week. I think he'll be back. I think they gave him enough time. Um, I think he he actually had. I remember. I don't remember the exact specifics on it. I think it was like a uh, hundred and sixty-one yards last year when 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 he was on Buffalo, um, when they played uh, Seattle. So I mean, he has a good. Uh, maybe maybe this is a random game, but um, I think he'll be back. I think uh, Goff will look for him. I think he'll be the the number one wide receiver again. Um, if you remember. Um, I think it was uh, uh, Golden Tate a couple of weeks ago who came back from a, a shoulder injury and looked like he never left. Um, and, uh, you know, Chris Hogan came back this past week with a similar injury, but I think it, it was just unfortunate it's just situations. I don't think it was so much the, the shoulder injury that caused him to have a bad game. So I think he'll yeah, be good to go. Either. Yeah, I, I think he'll be good to go Sunday versus Seattle. Okay. So let's talk about, you know, these guys who I think are getting back a little bit early and re-aggravating themselves. So Kelvin Benjamin obviously has his torn meniscus, uh, gets put back into this uh, the snowy game, um, and although he has three receptions for 38 yards, 
re-injures this uh, this knee, and now the real question becomes: Does he was it just a re-aggravation, or did he tear it even larger? And does this become more of an issue for him? And and personally, you know, you've heard both of us say this for the last two weeks: stay away from him. And I I still continue to sing that mantra, even if he does play this week. I think you stay away. He just won't perform well. And the same goes for Greg Olson. I think that Jones fracture uh, is is being re-aggravated. And I think that even though he played the vast majority of snaps for week 14, I think uh, it's a 92%. I still think that uh, you can play those snaps, but in terms of performing, that's a different story than playing. And so, uh, again, I'm on the side of caution for Greg Olson as well. Um, I'm interested to see if if you would agree with both of those. Yeah, I I mean, I think playing in snow for Calvin Benjamin was like a worst-case scenario. I mean, there are so many uneven surfaces that can exacerbate. That's like the if there was if there was one thing I would say, avoid for a meniscal tear, it would be uneven surfaces, and that's like the definition of snow. Right. So, so it's like, I mean, it was what it was. He left early. He tweaked it. His knee was probably swollen, or probably is swollen still. Uh, do I think he'll play? Maybe. Do I think he should play? No. Um, right. he's, he's going to be a, a very ineffective. He'll probably leave again or just not be very good at all. So, uh, he's going to need that knee scoped if he keeps, keeps this up. Um, as far as Olsen, uh, I mean, I was surprised when I read, he read 90, 92% of the snaps he, he, he ran, but at the same time, um, he didn't do anything. He left right. briefly in the game. Um, FDX actually likes him this week, surprisingly as a number 10, um, uh, projecting about 11 points. I just, I don't think I can contr- trust them. Um, I think this is going to be a McCaffrey Funches game. Um, they're playing uh, a Green Bay at home, um, and I, I just I can't trust them this deep in the playoffs or or DFS. I just I, I can't trust them to start them. Um, and we've been saying all along. I think he's he's going to require some re refixation of that screw in the, in the off season. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, you know, obviously, you know, for our fans, make sure you stay tuned to uh, the Twitter handle for Jesse as well as myself and the Fantasy Doctors. You're going to be provided live updates with injuries as they happen. And obviously, this weekend, we start our Saturday games, which I love. Um, to me, this is a, a great time of the year between the holidays and Saturday and Sunday football. Oh, crazy. So, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, exactly. It's bad for our wives, but great for us. Oh, yeah. Um, so stay tuned to, to all of that. And if you have an injury of a player that you want insight in, feel free to tag any of us or all of us for that matter, and we will provide you some of that insight. Um, obviously, we'll be back next week for the Week 16 Injury Report. Uh, but until then, check out our FDX scores, check out our FDVX scores, and stay tuned to us on, on Twitter. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.